Welcome to eFreeze Weekday Devotional. If you're looking for a break from the never-ending social media scroll, stay with us a while as we dive into the truth of the gospel together. Our church vision statement is that every person matters, and we want you to know that you matter to us and you matter to God. My name is Carrie Carpenter, I'm the eFree Care and Women's Ministry Director, and I get the privilege today of sharing God's word with you. I want to talk today about how to weather the storms of life. And the first part of scripture that we'll read together is in Matthew 7, 21 to 27. We want to hear what Jesus says to us about how to weather the storms of life. First of all, if you um, are getting on now and you'll see there's a polling question or you can type this in the side box. On a scale of one to four, as the storms of life blow right now, does it feel like your feet are on shifting sand, which would be a one, or on the solid rock, which is a four? So rank yourself there, if you will. And um, if you are watching, if you'll say hello somehow on the text box, that would be appreciated. So Matthew seven twenty-one to 27, Jesus said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. So these are the words of the Lord. Now let's continue on with Matthew 7, 24 to 27. He talks about who the wise and the foolish builders are. He says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. And the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. So that's pretty sobering to me. Um, I think, you know, for one, I think that we have all the time in the world a lot of times and then a storm comes and then there's this reckoning with our time that we realize we don't have all the time in the world. And we do need to know what we're living for, who we're living for and who we are. So what is Jesus talking about here in this passage and how can it help us to know what kind of foundation we're building on? Well. It talks about the shifting sand. This is the world and all that it offers on this side of heaven. It's shifting sand, really. I mean, we have to, we live in it. We enjoy it. We're supposed to enjoy it, um, but we're not supposed to take advantage of it or think that this is all that it is, there is or put our stock in it. We're not to think that our value and our worth come from it. So that's the shifting sand. Those not putting the words of Jesus into practice are on shifting sand, he says. Over time, we'll be blown away by the winds and the rain if we ignore him. We won't endure if we're building on a sand. 
not mentally, emotionally, physically, or spiritually. So then what is the solid rock and how do we get on it? Um, how do we build on it? Building also implies that it's going to take some time. It's not just, um, you know, this is, we build it, it like we build on the solid rock and our character becomes able to withstand the storms over time. It is instantaneous that we can um, get on the solid rock. Like right now you can, because the solid rock is Jesus and he made a way. Um, it's his words. He's, he is the word. So as it talked about just now um, in the book of Matthew, Jesus is saying, I am the word. I am the rock to get on, on his solid rock and start building on that, build your life on that. So his word, it's his words that describe the accurate story of God, our creator, and who we are. What is our purpose? So this is how we know how to live and who to be. So we need to be on the rock of Jesus. Um, again, what is God's part in all of this? He gives us the plan of true life to implement during our time in this world. Um, he gives us his word. He gives us his son. He gives us the Holy Spirit to be able to help us interpret how to live and to give us wisdom. Um, this is how we we know how to live and who to be. So um, Jesus is the source of life. He's the vine or the branches is another way that it's put. Um, God is so good to give us so many descriptions and pictures of what, who he is and who we are and what life is meant to be lived like. So get into the treasure of his word. That's what he's talking about here. Like build on his word, build on a relationship with Jesus. Um, again, God's or our part in all of this. It says, it says that we are to, um, to listen to his words and do them. Lean into him, draw near to him. So we, our job is to connect to the vine, the life giver, and to choose to learn from his word. He's the way, the truth, and the life. This is Jesus. So we're to obey him, even if we have to sell it all to follow him. To abandon the ways of this world, we have to get in the boat with him, like throw everything off and get in the boat with him. So that's the next part, um, second part of scripture I wanted to read today is Matthew 8, 23 to 27, where Jesus was, he went into the boat and his disciples followed him into the boat. Um, just like us, the disciples had started following him. They knew his words made sense. They knew he was loving and gracious and yet strong. He was humble and confident. They were attracted to this. We are there too. Like even if we're listening to this now, we're attracted to that in Jesus. Like we want to know what he says. That's why we're even listening to these weekday devotionals or on Sundays, um, listening to Pastor Adrian teach or being a part of any of the groups um, here. So we want to grow together and learn what Jesus says. We're his disciples. So we have a choice. If we are going to follow him all the way, no turning back, we get in the boat with him. So this is what he, this is what he says 
in this scenario with his disciples. Matthew 8, 23, 27, it says, Then he got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. Suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake, so that the waves swept over the boat, but Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. He replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? And then he got up, and he rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. That is refreshing to me, and I have to connect to him, the vine, my teacher, Jesus, all of the time to have this understanding that he is over all of the storms that we ever face internally, externally, worldwide. He's over them all. And he can stop. It's a hard truth, but he can stop these things at any time. What he is about, you know, we are, we're the branches to plug into the vine. We don't know what he's all about until we plug into him. A lot of times we see after the fact what he's doing. It's really a hard thing. I admit it. It's hard to walk in faith. It's so hard to move forward, not understanding why we have to feel the pain or why the fearful storms are coming at us. I will say most of the time, the fearful part of it is, you know, the enemy trying to attack us and us um, just ruminating about all of the what ifs. Like most of the time, the things aren't even actually happening to us, but there's real pain and there's real fiery trials and there's real suffering and that's happening right now. And we, we each as individuals know how that has happened through our years of living so far. There's real, real hard, hard things right now. There's really hard things going on. So what can we do? We can't control all of that, but we can draw closer to God and we can get in the boat with Jesus who is the ruler of the wind and the waves. So, you know, on one hand, it takes a lifetime of learning, like I said, and to really like get those roots grounded deep into the rock of Jesus. But you have, you start now, or if you started and you kind of faltered and you got into the ways of the world, come back root and ground in him. He's the solid foundation. Just start by giving him the best part of your day. Quality and quantity time, just like any good relationship would take. Give him the best, give him your best, your first fruits in every, in every way. And he's gonna, he's gonna pour back into you way beyond what you ever in. But, you know, he wants you to give that mustard seed. He wants us to step forward and get in that boat with him. So quality, quantity, time. Give him the best. My best time of day is the beginning of the day. Later in the day, sometimes I'm like a zombie. But I'm all there and all in with him that first part of the day. And he carries me through. And, um, of course, he wants us to pray without ceasing and connect to him and stay connected to the vine all day. But... I give him my best and I get back such stability 
because I remember what he says. And when I don't do that, I'm, I am a mess. I know that. And I can quickly um, feel that. Um, read his word. Read like today. We're talking about Matthew chapter seven and eight. Um, read Matthew chapter seven and eight or listen to it on the audio Bible if you have the Bible app downloaded. But listen to his word, read his word um, for yourself and see what it says. He will speak to you. Take hold of his promises and just draw near to the life giver, the Lord over the storms, the Prince of Peace, the rock. And pray. Pray is just pouring out your, your heart and your mind to him. Every worry, every thankful thought, every um, little detail. He says, just pour it out. Like he already knows our heart and our mind, but pour it out to him. Just means talking things out with God and then listening back to him. Again, this is a real relationship. This is the most real relationship you can ever have. And he's the one that's with you in all of your isolation, in all of your lonely places, in all of your stormiest places that nobody else can completely identify with. He's in there with you. So talk to him. Put it into practice now. Psalm 61.2 says, From the end of the earth I call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. James 4.8 says, Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. This is a promise. Draw near to God. He will draw near to you. So hearing my words and the pastors that speak on these weekdays devotions, hearing their words, it's encouraging, it's strengthening, but it's not like hearing from God. Like you, this is nothing compared to hearing from God himself. And I hope, you know, this makes you hungry to hear from God, as do all of the pastors and the ministry staff here. We are here because we love God and we want to point to him as clearly as possible. And we're all doing that in our own ways. And we're all um, unifying through this new medium of, well, new to some of us, of connecting through um, our computers and online and everything. Um, but, you know, it's God that wants your attention. We're just trying to say, go to God, go to God, go to God. Um, he's, he's there for you. At any moment, he's he's nearer than any human will ever be. So we love you, and you matter to us and to God, but go to God. Um, stay connected to the living vine. Believe. Obey. And then be ready to light up the darkness by sharing the hope that's in you. God calls us to counterculture radical living on this side of heaven. So don't just fearfully cower away, hoping the storm passes by. I mean, we do need to tuck into the cleft of the rock of Jesus and let the storm pass by that way, as he, in his timing, calms the winds and the waves. Um, he's, he is going to take care of those things. We just need to stay connected. He then, when it's a sunny day and things are a little bit better and we feel stronger, he's going to say, go. Get out there. Help other people when you're stronger. Pull up the people that are feeling um, weak. And, you know, we're all weak without him. So connect to the vine. Be, get strengthened and get out there. And, and pull other people up out of the pit, 
out of the darkness. So to follow Jesus, we must cling to him, cling to the Lord. And this is what I'm pondering with Easter weekend coming up. Cling to the Lord Jesus, even through death and every fearful thing to partake in his resurrection now and forever. These are worthy thoughts to ponder before Easter weekend and each day. So Father, I just wanna thank you so much for um, just placing us in the community we're in, in the neighborhood we're in, in the church families we're in. Those of us not yet in a church family, I pray that you draw people in, that we can unify and be stronger together as we connect together to you, the vine. Father, I just pray for um, our church just to really rise up um, even more than what we've seen before and that you would um, shine your light so bright through us here, and I'm talking about <laughs> the church all over this world. Father, in all the various ways that the church has been meeting, um, band us together, united in your purposes for your kingdom. Father, just pray for all this that's happening in our state, in our country, in our world. Just pray for those that are fighting so hard, like physically fighting the first responders. Father, I just pray that you would strengthen them and use us again, the church. There are the church that are the first responders, and then there is the church that are told to stay home, but that we would just be on our knees in battle, that we would think of details um, of how we could really strengthen and equip um, these people fighting so hard for the very lives of others. Father, I just pray that you would um, show yourself their rock, their stability, the vine, that, that they, as they're serving on those front lines, would know that you are in the boat with them as well, <laughs> that you will refresh them and you'll reward them for their service as well, that they, it's service that is dependent on you, Father. Again, that we would just connect to you that we would um, build our foundation on your rock, all of us, the church. I pray this in Jesus' name. And I just ask all of you to consider fasting and praying. Pastor, Pastor Adrian has sent out a letter asking us um, to do this, and um, this is a need, the most needful thing, um, that we would unite together, that we would um, just deny ourselves something, which fasting is just kind of doing without something that we're used to and letting that grumbling stomach or that empty place of what where we used to do this thing, taking that space and letting God fill that and, and depending on him in that time. So just take a, a time of fasting this week, if you will. Um, any questions you might have for what we've talked about today, please um, go ahead and I'll respond to those later and some of the other pastors can respond to. If you've got prayer requests, we wanna know, we wanna lift you up in prayer. Um, if you have a physical need and need some um, help networking or if we can meet a need, we wanna, we wanna do that, please type that in as well to the box. You also can go to prayer at carneyefree.com and have a more private um, connection for if you have a prayer request that you 
don't want to put on the Facebook public box there. Um, please, please reach out and don't bear all of this alone. That's what the church is here for. That's what God wants you to know that he is available to you always. And so um, go with God today in whatever it is that he's given your hand to do, do it to his glory. And um, uh, we love you. So glad you're here. Just each day again, I want to remind you at noon um, tomorrow, Pastor Todd Marcy will be sharing something with us. So please come back and each weekday at noon, we'll have something here for you just to kind of lift your eyes to Jesus and, and help each other strengthen our arms to be lifted to Jesus as well. So again, carneyefree.com is that link to all ministry areas if you want to know what else is going on and how you can connect to um, these kinds of ministries right now um, to connect all over our, um, not just our, our, all over Kearney, but I see people all over the state and even in other states um, tuning in together to just really get our hearts and minds on Jesus. On Jesus. So um, again, love you and look forward to seeing you again.